Welcome to episode five of Naturally Nosy with Migs. So this episode, the person I'm interviewing is actually in the same room as me. So we'll see how that goes with the recording. Because a lot of times, I mean, every other time I've recorded with people like across the country, across the water, across the pond. My guest today is Tinsi um, Hummel. And so do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Hi guys, my name is Tenzin Lamo. Um, I'm 20 years old. I live in New York City and I'm currently going to college. How long have you been dating your boyfriend? I think it's about almost two years now. So mm-hmm. we're going to hit two years soon. Um, but yeah, I met him end of 2018 and we're still here. Did you meet him in college? I met him when I started college, um, but he graduated. Oh, already. Um, so, so he's an older man. Yes, he's five years older than me. Oh, five. Wait, wait. Yeah. So when you started college, you were 18. Mm-hmm. And mm. he was 23 and he was um, he was already graduating um, and he was just working. Yeah. So how did he um, or how did you guys impress each other? Like, how did you catch his eyes? So we met in Starbucks. Um I was... Wait, are you kidding? No. <laughs> you know what's really funny? What? My episode two couple met at a Starbucks. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, well, he was working. He was a barista and... I, I was a barista! Really? Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Continue. Um, but I... Yeah, so he was a barista and I was just... You know, I was just studying at Starbucks. Um, I just saw him. I didn't think he was Tibetan. I thought he was like Japanese. Um, his name tag said DJ. But it stands for Dorji. Oh, yeah. I I didn't think he was Tibetan either. Really? Well, because I've been seeing him on your Instagram. Uh huh. And I just assumed he was like, I don't know, um, Nepali or something. Oh really? That's so funny. No, he's Tibetan. I didn't expect that either because I wasn't, like, I wasn't looking for. First of all, I wasn't looking for a relationship. But yeah, when I found out he was Tibetan, I was like, oh, this is gonna get serious. <laughs> um, but I just met him. I didn't really like want to do anything or i didn't really want to pursue a relationship um but the reason why the reason how like how we started was basically um my friends wait wait so at the starbucks you guys exchanged instagrams no we oh, just met we just met and we just like said hi and bye that was it oh yeah interesting um and then i think i don't know what month it was but on a friday i was um at a party and he was also there and he i saw him but i like pretended like i didn't see him and then he Love saw that. me and then um him and his friends they were like oh like let's like they knew me because they were all working at starbucks and so they were like let's take a shot and we took a shot together and he was just like oh like you know i thought you were i thought you were older um and then that's when he found out i was 18 but um after that i didn't really talk to him he just hit me up on instagram and he was just like oh you keep popping up everywhere like i keep seeing you in person and on instagram um and i just i didn't think of it as anything but you know my two friends my friend and my cousin they basically dared me um to go on a date with him because they thought he was too good for me wait what yeah so he so basically they thought he was out of my league and he they thought he, i couldn't like you know pursue him and so i took on the bet and it was like the bet was for 20 dollars. and with one friend and with my cousin he basically like owed me lunch um and so 
It was so good that I saw him on that Friday because mm-hmm. I hit him up and he was going to Switzerland on Monday. And so on that on that Friday, I told him, I was like, okay, let's hang out on Sunday. Let's go for breakfast. And so after that date, I took a picture. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> but I took a picture of him. I don't know if he knows this. I took a picture of him during our date and I sent it to my cousin and my friend. And I was like, you guys owe me lunch. Um, and yeah, that's how it started. Wait, what in the wrong com? <laughs> it's so funny. Wait, that is such an interesting story. Really? Is it not? I don't so know. So it was a bet, like, y'all met at a Starbucks. Like, I feel like this could definitely be written in a script and it would be interesting. I don't know. I guess because it happened to me, I don't think yeah. it's as interesting. But yeah, that's how it started. So he just, like, you literally just went up to him and you were like, oh, we should get lunch on Sunday. Well, he, when he hit me up, that's when I suggested it and I was like this is the perfect moment um I didn't think he would hit me up but he did so I took that opportunity and I just was like okay let's go get brunch and so yeah that happened and then that was on a Sunday and why was he going to Switzerland um for vacation with his friends and so yeah right after that he left um to Swiss was that weird like how long was his Swiss trip I think it was about two weeks oh okay okay yeah it wasn't that long um but during that time that he was there he we facetimed um the time zone was a little difficult but we we managed it but yeah i didn't expect that i didn't think it was gonna be like that serious but yeah. the funniest part too is like um <laughs> when you said he was going to switzerland i don't mm-hmm. know why i suddenly imagined like he had work in switzerland or like you oh, know what i'm like saying like that weird. last train or like that running to the airport like <laughs> no it's not I that dramatic i love you <laughs> and then two years is actually a pretty long time i mean how did have you guys told i guess i'm always curious about how your families reacted or if you've told your families mm-hmm. that's always like a interesting topic. well yeah so living in new york city it's so small here and the, the community like the tibetan community is so small that when you're with someone everyone knows um, the Especially reason, when you're both Tibetan. Exactly. And the reason why some of my friends didn't know about him was because he's older. Um, and so after six months, I told my parents because me and him, we were eating Tibetan food and we saw people and like, we just didn't want them to hear from other people. Mm-hmm. So we told them, um, I told my mom and my dad and my mom was like, the first question was, is he Tibetan? And I was like, yeah. And she was okay with it. But my dad was a little upset. And he didn't cook me dinner that night. And I was so annoyed. Um, but he told his parents. And then we eventually introduced each other to our parents. My parents loved him. And my dad was like, okay, he seems like a good guy. And he was mad because he was like, like he actually liked him. Um, but yeah, it went well. I, I love his parents. And I love his family. They're so cool. They're so down to earth. And... Him and my parents, like, they bond really well, and I love that. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually, like, been really well. So, I just feel like that's, I feel like you just described a dream. I feel like it'd be, it's, you make it sound so easy, like, you really? just, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, yeah. oh, I saw him at a party, he messaged me, and then I said, let's hang out, and then everything just fell into place. I guess um, it sounds easy, but I think that... For us, or like for Tibetan people, I feel like a lot of parents, they're like, oh, I don't want you to date until after college, until after you finish school. Um, the finish line is always moving. <laughs> yeah, right? And then, um, 
my parents were a little bit like disappointed because they were like oh you know we really want you to focus in college and you really can't put in a hundred percent of your focus on that like because you get distracted um but it worked out and then with his parents i think like the only struggle is like um the age gap so sometimes you know when you're younger people don't take you as seriously or people don't yeah. think you're gonna you're gonna be in a relationship for the long run so that's about it but um i mean was there any like turbulence with his friends because it is because since they were older you you would expect that but i think um i'm pretty mature for my age and so i get along with older people um better than i do with my own age mm-hmm. but his friends are so goofy and so they're not they're not hard to get along with at all are his friends tibetan too no uh one of them is but most of them are not tibetan um but yeah oh, what would you say is the most romantic thing he's ever done for you it's a hard question or that you've done for him it wasn't something big like it doesn't always have to be like balloons and you know like it doesn't have to be so out there Mm -hmm. um i think one of the most romantic thing i did was like he was sick one time like a um a year ago i think and it was winter time and it was so cold and i wasn't working at the time so i'd like and i cashed out my 20 dollars and he was sick and so i bought him um I bought him Advil, I bought him Tylenol, I bought him like, you know, just like a like a care package for him. And it was so cold that day, it was so windy. And you know how it, it gets so cold in New York? And I, I took a, um, I also took an Uber and like, I went to his house, I called him and I was like, oh, I'm outside and I have something for you. And um, I, I did that and then I had to come back in a bus because I didn't have money. Um, <laughs> so I took the bus back home and yeah, I just, I felt like that was one of the most romantic things that I did for him was because I was like such, I was at such a low point in my life where like financially speaking um, <laughs> and like I, I don't know, I just did that for him. I think that was pretty romantic because it's like, it's the effort that counts and it's like the thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So that's really interesting that you... Oh my gosh, every single podcast I use the word interesting like seven million times and it breaks my heart because I, I swear, like I I, I know other words. <laughs> um, I really was intrigued by how you were talking about overcoming your insecurities when it mm-hmm. comes to being the younger one in the relationship. Yeah. And five years is a lot and not just five years, but it's like you're at completely different stages in your life. Yeah. And so what are some things you did to overcome those insecurities or some advice you have for people who are in the same boat um i think that sometimes when you are the younger one or like even in a regular relationship it's people have this like idea this false idea of like the man has to provide you know Mm -hmm. or like the man has to take the lead or the man has to pay for everything but the reason why it wasn't a big issue for us or like how we overcame that was he just treated me equally like, even if I was younger than him, he wouldn't patronize me. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't curse at me. He, you know, spoke to me like we were equals. And I would never let him pay for me in the beginning. Um, I felt <laughs> like, like in the beginning? Yeah, in the beginning. <laughs> but, you know, as time goes on, like, we pay for each other. So that's how it works. But, like, in the beginning, I was, like, such a, like, I'm going to pay for myself and you pay for yourself. I don't want you to pay me. Pay no, it's like me. he buys a giant pizza and you're yeah. like, I can afford a churro. <laughs> <laughs> like... We had to split everything because I just 
like I don't know I don't like when I like being in I was like I've always been independent so it's scary when you're like relying on someone I think the best thing to do is be independent be fair be equal and make sure that the person is not talking to you in a disrespectful way you know just treat each other equally that's it yeah I feel like in relationships sometimes you fall in love with the person before you know them Mm -hmm. you know yeah. And then once you get to know them, you're kind of already stuck with all this, like, feeling and emotion. Yeah. And so it's, like, I guess in a way, like, you got lucky mm-hmm. that he's this type of way and mm-hmm. he's calmer. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, mean, I think that's a really important match. You, it's because you said, like, oh, you'd be toxic sometimes or you try to start a fight. Yeah. And then he just would be, like... Yeah. So I, I think it's also important to um, when personalities like are able to kind of like balance each other Mm -hmm. so are you a believer in like opposites attract i think i don't i don't know if opposites attract but i think opposites can attract but you have to have some mutual understanding of each other like you guys for a relationship to work out you guys have to have like some beliefs that you both believe in whether it's about kids whether it's about marriage or religion like you have to have that similarity or else it won't sometimes it won't work out yeah you know? so thankfully we're both from the same country we're both like you know we believe in our religion we both believe in the same religion we have a we have the same ideology when it comes to work and life and kids and marriage and you know our future um but yeah you have to talk about those things i think i read something really awesome it said Everyone always highlights the importance of communication in a relationship, but what we all seem to forget about is comprehension. Yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, period. Yeah. No, definitely. Because you can, like, talk to a wall all you want, but if the wall, like, the wall is not going to, like, absorb what you're saying, Mm -hmm. you know? You can talk to your partner all you want, but if they're not understanding what you're trying to say. Understanding is so important. Like, when you jump in a relationship, you really learn how to compromise you learn how to communicate you learn that you're not this is not only you like this is a whole nother person coming into your life so you really have to compromise and understand each other Mm -hmm. um and yeah okay let's um i guess like blow this up like make it broader Mm -hmm. so what would you say is your commentary on the tibetan dating scene um in general Mm -hmm. and then i guess um in new york okay um well i have had like i've had friends that were tibetan that did the long distance thing and depending on like how most of it yeah i think a lot of tibetan relationships are long distance long distance yeah and i think that it really can only work out if you guys communicate like i i've never done it but i i would think it's so difficult um and you really have to like understand each other and um work hard because you know it's so easy to like call the person and just end the call when you're in a long distance relationship whereas if you're you know in person you are face to face and you just can't walk away whereas it's so easy to walk away from you know a long distance relationship um but i think for the most part i've heard a lot of successful stories um but i think dating in new york city i think anything (laughs) in general in new york city you really have to be careful because it's so populated and it's so the city is so small everyone knows each other like you would think that's the thing i would think going to new york 
um, you become one of a million. Like, you become a little ant in, like, yeah. this giant world. But as a Tibetan, mm-hmm. you literally step into New York and you realize how interconnected everything is. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like the Tibetan community is so small. But in terms of New York, like, uh, like in general, like, New, York's, New York is a very big place. Like, there's so many people in this city and this state. Like, it's so huge. But when you talk about the Tibetan community, it shrinks up. Mm-hmm. And so when you date someone everyone knows you know and then it and it's like low-key everyone cares yeah like, and then you see them in the streets and you look at them but yeah that's why i never really dated someone that was Tibetan before this um i knew that like if i dated so a guy pressure. yeah if i dated a tibetan guy and i'm like everyone knows everyone and then he dated another girl it's just like we're all sharing people and for me it's just a weird like, okay i have another question so because the community is so small and like um so obviously like a lot of us girls will end up becoming friends mm-hmm. and then obviously i, I want to emphasize the community is so small and then you said sharing guys yeah so it's like and i've been in situations where my friends like where two of my friends will be like oh you can like i we were young like you, you could it's fine if yeah. you did him now like you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, and it's just like you're almost giving permission to these people and then sometimes it's like you don't ask for permission which is like weird too yeah it's awkward you know yeah i i haven't done it but i've seen it being done and it breaks up friendships that's for sure no literally for um i I used to be like in this like little group and um a boy definitely um he was he the boy ended up being both the both of the girls first love oh and yikes it was just so bad like it was just really bad (laughs) no yeah i haven't done that thank god and so again since y'all are both kind of like intertwined with the new york tibetan community Mm -hmm. has there ever been a point or a period where um anything got dramatic or like a rumor spread that was like wild um i don't know about a rumor because for us too we try to keep our relationship pretty low-key um in terms of like what we do um but i think that i think that some people are like you know (laughs) people who were his friends um not his friends but people that in his life in his life before whether they were females or like you know just anyone um i guess they just made a lot of assumptions about me um and yeah i think that some people just like were very confused um about us two being in a relationship together but i don't think there were any big rumors um or anything dramatic like that it's funny that you say low-key because i feel like almost every Tibetan relationship it's so hard to keep low-key yeah but it's also like if you're high-key about it and then y'all break up it's it's also awkward yeah that's like one of my biggest um like pet peeves like I don't first like I'm just the type of person that I don't like announcing everything unless it happens Mm -hmm. and so you know even when it comes to like a marriage you can be married to someone and you can still get divorced so nothing really is permanent um the so, only thing that's permanent is impermanence. Exactly. Buddhism. <laughs> <laughs> Buddhism. <laughs> um, but I, I just don't, yeah, I don't like um, 
posting like every second you know of like my time with him on social media mm-hmm. and I, I don't even think that's healthy I feel like when you're with someone you should just give them your time that's like you know that's more respectful that's more healthy mm-hmm. to give each other your time with each other and like not always post everything on social media so yeah would you say it's true for friendships too yeah, I think it is, but I think a friendship is so much different. The dynamic of a friendship versus a relationship is so much so very different. Um but regardless of like who you're with, um I think the main thing is like you should always give them your time when they're with you. You know, that's why they're there. Um facts. Yeah. And then you were talking about Jada Smith. Mhm. And so I just have to ask what is your opinion on cheating? okay i so in the past my point like my perspective on cheating was if you cheat on me we're never getting back together or like that's a dunzo and i always thought like a cheating was such a big no-no and it still is but like if your boyfriend's listening like no (laughs) (laughs) no that's a no that's a big no but i now it's more like for me before my perspective was like oh cheating is such a bad thing but i never understood um or realized like why would a man cheat or why would a woman cheat you know like the reason behind it um and i think that cheating is sometimes it happens because um lack of love or lack of affection or whatever the case lack of respect lack of someone can love you and not respect you exactly um and sometimes people, you know, turn to cheating for that. But I think that sometimes you... It really depends on the situation. Sometimes cheating can happen because the other person's not giving you the love that you want. Or sometimes it can just happen because that person is messed up, you know? And they don't respect your relationship enough to be honest with you. Um, but, yeah, if... I think that if... I were ever to get cheated my main thing would be like why did you cheat on me was it because you wanted to or was it because you felt like I didn't do something for you and you know and that's where communication comes in hand because you always have to check in with each other and you have to see if everything's good and relationship like with relationship comes sacrifice and compromise and yeah yeah cheating's a big thing and you don't realize that um, so many long-lasting relationships, like, endured cheating. Exactly, yeah. You know? And, okay, what is the line of cheating for you? I think cheating is, like, when you do something behind the other person's back, you know? Like, if you're not comfortable with saying what you did, then I think that's cheating. Interesting. Like, if you hung out with a girl and you didn't tell me about it, or when you ask about it, you lie. Yeah, I think that's cheating. Because if you were, like, just okay with hanging out with her, and if you felt like you weren't... Like, doing anything wrong. Doing anything... Then you would be honest about it. But if you lie about it, then clearly, you know, you have something to hide. And do you believe that guys and girls um, can ever truly have a platonic relationship? Or do you think someone's bound to catch feels? I think that someone is bound to ca- catch feelings... Yeah, because I think every time I've been friends with a guy... Well, actually, 
there there have been some cases, but now it, that you're older, yeah. Now that I'm older, it's different. And now that I'm in a relationship, it's also very different. Cause if that if that guy that I'm friends with is respectful enough to respect my relationship, then you know, all good. Um, it's all good. But if they don't, then that's a different story. But I've been friends with guys, and you know, like they've caught feelings, or I end up liking them. But yeah, I think when you're in a relationship. You can have guy friends. I just think you can't be too friendly with guys or girls. And isn't that hard in New York when... Because Pusa Musa was talking about in the last episode Mm -hmm. about how um, for him, he doesn't... He can't see himself dating anyone like in his community Mm -hmm. because it just... He... To him, they're just like just such sister vibes. And then in New York, it seems like everyone's dated everyone in the Tibetan community. I don't know. Like, I feel like most of my guy friends like tibetan guy friends in new york they were my age and like they were so (laughs) they were so goofy and so like immature that i didn't see them in that sense and then also like i have um people that are my boyfriend's age that i call jojo so it's so weird that i like call my boyfriend by his name but then i'll call people like even younger than him like i'll be like jojo you know oh yeah so it's (laughs) it's so weird but I it's it really depends on yourself so or it's really weird when you think about um same like when I think about um people that I've said jojo to mm-hmm. and then I've like found myself like attracted to someone who yeah. like is their age yeah. and I'm just like wait ew I would never I know. I'm like wait it's a very cringy thing to think about yeah do you ever watch like those um <laughs> Tibetan weddings on YouTube no, I have not. I really think that for your YouTube channel, one of your videos should be, like, reacting to Tibetan weddings. Oh, my God. Because, like, that literally, me and my friends will sit there for hours and just, really? like, click through Tibetan weddings. You, are there an abundance of them on YouTube? Every one of them is, like, so similar but so different at the same mm-hmm. time. Like, we're literally, like, ooh, I like that bouquet. We're, like, oh, yeah. like, they mix the ceremonies like this or, like oh, they were, like, white to the reception, or, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we really out here taking notes. I mean, I've been to a few Tibetan weddings. Oh, my gosh, I saw you in one. I was actually watching a Tibetan wedding with my friend. And <laughs> really? I was like, is that Mamo? And I, I think I said it to you. I screenshotted it, and I was like, is this you? No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Did you? I think I DM'd you, and I was like, is this you? Don't and you were like, remember. lol, yeah. You were, like, doing gorshe. And, like, a chuba. Oh, I think I remember that. But... <laughs> that's so funny um me and my boyfriend we have the same like kind of point of view or perspective on tibetan weddings um we think it's like the people look so miserable Cause the, <laughs> like in our culture the the bride and the groom they just have to sit and they have to like you know people have to cut it give them tea and like it's just so awkward to just like sit there and watch everybody and so we were just talking about how we want a tibetan wedding to you know please our parents but we would also like a traditional american wedding for ourselves um but yeah i i just want it to be fun and i just want like everyone to have fun i don't want people to like kind of sit there and be bored (laughs) yeah and then the big this is the biggest tibetan wedding question um would you have a buffet or oh my god so for the tibetan wedding i think i'm gonna do a buffet because i feel like our people don't like 
if you just give them a plate with like you know they also could not get their ish together yeah to all sit down and like no be that's, served that's, that's <laughs> what my boyfriend said my boyfriend was like you know if you have name tags for everyone they're not gonna sit where their name tags are unless their name tags are bolted exactly and like and they get tased unless <laughs> be with their friends and they're you know um and so he was like i think buffet style is the best it's the easiest it's what they're comfortable with um, but for our American wedding, we're definitely not going to have that. We're going to have, like, waiters and, you know, foods that already have been prepared. So when you say American wedding, is it just going to be, like, reception style? Or are you going to... Um, I mean... Like, is it that, you know how, um, for American weddings, they'll do, like, the whole church thing? Oh, yeah. We, in we're front not of gonna, an altar? I don't think we're going to do a church. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but I think I want, like, a beach wedding. Ooh. Yeah. And just, like, a very small... Coney Island vibe. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm more like in Mexico. Or oh, like, a destination yeah, wedding. Because I just want it to be like maybe 20 people. Um, and yeah, I just want it to be very small for like our American wedding. Oh, so but the Tibetan wedding is going to be like large. Huge. It's huge. because it's like our parents that want that. It's not really us. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm glad that y'all are, are, have already like given up and been like, Tibetan wedding's going to happen. It's just yeah. <laughs> we just have to deal with it. Just put on a smile. Are you waiting until um after law school? Yeah, definitely. Um, my mom is actually like. He, she's so um, she's approved of my boyfriend as my husband. <laughs> um, she already gave us her thumbs up on that. Oh my gosh! Um, and she was like, "I'll help him find a like an engagement ring, um, or a wedding ring." Is he you know? sweating? He's like, "Whoa!" He's like, "I'm not ready for this." <laughs> But, um, yeah, definitely after I finish school because, you know, my career comes first. Like, I I have to fully, like, develop myself before I prepare myself to be a, a, a wife. wife. Yeah. Oh, also, um, I remember on Instagram one time, I think you posted a, a photo with your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And then you posted a story being, like, um, when you post a picture of your boyfriend and then suddenly, like, 20 people unfollow you, like, a s- yeah. 20, like, random boys yeah. unfollow you. <laughs> Wait, talk uh, more about that. Okay, um, so before, I mean, I've had Instagram for quite a while now, but when I first started Instagram, you know, I would post pictures and I would get so many comments and so many likes, um, and, like, it was from both girls and guys, but, like, over the, t- like, over the years, like, once I posted my boyfriend, I lost like ten followers, and they were all guys, and I don't know. I don't know why guys do that. Maybe it's because it's like, oh, she's off the market now, like, you know. Um, and then like, but were these guys actively in your DMs? No, right? No, they weren't. They're just like on the sideline. Like, or like they would just like comment on my pictures, but you know, I would be like, thank you, or like just smiley face. Um, and then yeah, after I posted him, I started losing followers, and it was like all guys. So I was like, oh shoot. Um, and I told him about it. And I actually posted it on my Instagram, like you mentioned. And a lot of girls said that that happened to them as well. I don't know why that's a thing, but yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. All right. And then um, what would you say is the best part about dating in New York? In New York? I think that anything in New York is so much fun. Like, even if you're single and you're in New York, it's like there's so much to do. Um, and, like, I think the best part is just the city. No, I don't think I've met a single Tibetan New Yorker who isn't in love with New York. Yeah. Like, I don't know. If you're from another state, 
I don't know how you live. Because <laughs> I've been to, like, I've been to other states. And I think the most, like, the only other state that can, like, represent, like, that compete. can <laughs> compete with us is, like, California. But other than that, I don't know. I don't know how other people do it. Because New York is Hawaii. so fun. Like, no, but the thing is, like, we have such a good nightlife. Oh, yeah. And, like, you know, of course, like, California has like the sunsets and you know the water Malibu yeah but we have the city and like the city is so beautiful and like yeah I think that there's so much to do we have museums we have pop-ups we have um parks we have piers and it's food food the food is (laughs) so good and like everything is so accessible you don't need a car like you know a lot of people when they like go out for friday nights and they get drunk like they just come home in a cab or the train or like you don't it's not that it's like you don't need a car to go around and yeah like you said everyone who lives in new york city loves new york city um oh yeah i think i'm gonna live here for the rest of my life (laughs) um but yeah that's it all right I think that's uh, good on time. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say thank you so much for um, hopping on with me today. Of course. And talking. Um, oh, we actually... <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this. This is so... I feel so giddy. Um, we recorded a mukbang mm-hmm. on Hamo's YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to find some way... Oh, in the description of this video, I'll put the link and I'll put her Instagram. And y'all should check it out. Um, I don't even know. We just recorded it, so I don't even know how it'll be. But mm-hmm. we had dosa, we had bunny puri, we had um, samosa, we had that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. We had mango juice. It was really delicious. I'm we have some leftover, and I'm probably gonna yeah. <laughs> go eat some now. But um, yeah, thank you all so much for um, listening. Or yeah, words. <laughs> I genuinely really do appreciate all the peeps that have been like so kind or like. Um, DMing feedback or just being cool. So, if you are um, someone who thinks you have a fun, fresh dating or just living as a Tibetan story, let me know. <laughs> okay, bye. Any last words? No. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. Um, I hope you guys liked it. Um, and yeah, thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.